Ready, set, go! Welcome back to the EV Diaries. This is the place where we explore EVs in small town America. I am Ben. I am a distribution engineer from the Electric Cooperative in southeastern Kentucky, and I have been converted from EV skeptic to EV evangelist. For the record, I don't own an EV yet, but I definitely see the impact that they could have in small town America. If you remember the last episode, I was covering an article that I came across talking about EVs in the South. There's a lot of auto manufacturing in the South, and the article was basically saying that there were no incentives, there was little infrastructure in the South where these cars presumably could be made. But the whole article got me thinking about taxes and the implications of EV taxes as a whole. Trust me, I hate taxes as much as anybody, but I do understand the need for taxation. And when it comes to vehicle taxation, there's a definite need. There's a backlog of highway projects, both federal and state. We have a crumbling infrastructure, lots of bridges and overpasses that need attention. And all of this funding is based on a gasoline tax. 24 states already have implemented an EV tax. Now, from what I've read, the reported average is about $128 a year. Some of the articles I've read suggest that that's double what an ICE vehicle owner pays. I've done the math, and I pay an estimated $200 plus a year in state gasoline tax alone. But as we will see, that's more than what Kentucky has proposed in recent House debates. And let me go ahead and say this, this is not a political podcast. I'm not an overtly political person, but you can't talk about taxes without talking about politics. So you've been warned. And this is not an endorsement of one side over another. And the views that are expressed here are mine and do not reflect the ideas of any organization I may be affiliated with. That being said, to begin this discussion, you have to look at the situation as a whole. And I came across a paper by, um, I actually forget where the paper came from, but it cited two professors at UC Berkeley, I think it was Davis and Sally were their last names, But they wrote a paper for the National Bureau of Economic Research, and it concluded that the Federal Department of Transportation, now this is just the highway department, loses $250 million a year in taxes just based on EVs. Now, I did not read the paper they wrote. I just saw this in the article. That also means that states are losing money as well, and that has led to EV tax in many states. Like I said, I think there are 24 now that have EV taxes and a lot that have proposed EV taxes. In the grand scheme of things, $250 million is a small amount because the Ways and Means Committee 
has a $760 billion infrastructure package that's being talked about. Now, the package not only includes highways and bridges, but also waterworks, transit, some broadband initiatives. So there's a lot in this $760 billion. It's a big number. $760 billion package. I would suggest that they add some charging infrastructure, if it's not already, to this package because that's important, especially for people that that are already driving EVs and those of us who really want to drive an EV. This is this is just necessary. The problem is with their proposal, the Ways and Means Committee is looking for a hundred billion dollars because that is their budgetary shortfall. Now, like I said, I don't know over what span of time that this $760 billion budget would encompass, but, you know, maybe, what, 10, 12 years? That's still a ridiculous amount of money, and that's still a ridiculous amount of shortfall. But how did we get to this point where we have this shortfall? Well, the gas tax in America federally has been 18.4 cents forever since 1993. Can anyone tell me anything that is 27 years old that has not undergone change? Just name one aspect of our lives that in the last 30 years has not been changed. The jobs we have now are different than the jobs we had 30 years ago. Our education system is vastly different than it was 30 years ago. Now, whether it's better or not, it's debatable, but it's definitely changed. The homes we live in are so much different than from 30 years ago. Shoot, the light bulbs that we have in our house are vastly different from the ones that we had just six or eight years ago. The way we keep ourselves entertained is different from 30 years ago. Our cars are vastly, vastly different, and they're partially the reason that this mess exists. The National Highway Traffic Safety Board has been working with the EPA for decades to improve fuel efficiency of cars, and this is known as CAFE standards, which is the corporate average fuel economy. And this is the reason today that internal combustion engines get nearly 40 miles to the gallon as compared to the 18 miles a gallon that they got in the late 70s. But this has created an unintended consequence, as many things do, because it has reduced the amount of tax revenue that the National Highway Traffic Safety Board has now to operate. Basically, the more efficient your car is, the less gallons of gas you're going to buy, and that's going to be less taxes, bottom line. And like I said, the gas tax has been the same since 1993. I'm against taxes, but my goodness, 18.4 cents a gallon, and you're wondering why you have a shortfall. And I really equate this to utility companies that offer rebates for Energy Star appliances. I've seen this in in co-op world especially. You have appliances that use less energy, which equate to less kilowatt hour sales for the utilities. Less kilowatt hour sales means less revenue. So 
to make up the shortfall because maintenance still has to occur and prices of materials have increased. So to make up the shortfall, guess what happens? The energy rates have to go up. Don't get me wrong. I think efficiency is important, but people are blindly creating problems for themselves in the wake of good ideas. If you look at the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA is moving us towards a zero emission society, which I'm perfectly fine with. But on one side, EVs are absolutely necessary to meet future emission targets. On the other hand, the EVs are creating a shortfall, or so we're told. So herein lies the debate. How do we tax EVs? And that's where we'll pick it up next time. Please click that subscribe button. And just remember, the EV revolution is here. So buckle up. It should be a fun ride. <laughs>